Hello and welcome back to the Press Start Podcast. My name is Shane and I'm here as always with my co-host Ash. And on tonight's episode, we'll be bringing you up to date with all the latest news of the week as always. And at the end of the show, we will be doing an in-depth discussion of the game showcases coming up this year for those that are present and those that will not be present. Uh, We won't be here next week, unfortunately. Um, and the reason being is because my co-host Ash goes away on holiday tomorrow. It's a well long time coming, you say? Yes, I think I think the world's ready for their breaks and their holidays now, aren't they? And I think it's all we slowly sort of our group of sort of friends are, we're all going on like a week after week holiday break now, aren't we? We're all going away within the next few weeks. Yeah, well, five weeks for me, five weeks for me on Sunday, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's quite a few of us in you know you this week and somebody else next week and so on. So, but it, yeah, finished work today. Um, yeah, that's it. Done for nine days. Podcast tonight, and then that's it. In it, you're uh, you're off for nine days. Yeah, hit the road so. tomorrow. So, like I said, we won't be um, we won't be here next week, uh, but oh. we 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 have got a little treat. Um, for when we do return, and all will be revealed at the end of the show. It's so let's indeed. begin the show with uh, let's begin it with some battlefield news, shall we, Ash? So, uh, yeah, last... let's let's go. <laughs> last... Let's go back to my article, shall we? <laughs> yeah, we announced last week, so there was quite a lot of battlefield news last week. Obviously, there's been a lot of about the season one that's coming up. There's been a lot about the bugs and improvements and fixes that they've been making. And you wrote an article, Ash, which we had, we mentioned last week about you thought the game was worth a second chance. Yeah, and uh, it, it is basically. Yeah, but but it's, you know, on a... it's not been well received this week, has it? So not no, not quite. I mean, you know, we we've we know, and we've obviously this is something that we've said. Obviously, the initial plan going forward for this week and next week was we were going to pr- record a second episode, but obviously things have got in the way of that, hence why we'll explain later on in the show what the new plan is. But what the the topic that we were going to discuss in the pre-recorded thing was to do with toxic communities, toxic responses to everything gaming, you know, yeah. articles to uh, gameplay reveals and everything. And we expect writing articles, giving our own opinions, reviews, previews, you're going to get negative responses. That's yeah part of this industry however we posted it on a couple of different websites you know to obviously extend our reach and it didn't go down very well really did it no it would a bit colorful wasn't it? it would a bit colorful but the thing is i mean one of the sort of recurring things that was said um about the article is you know people was passing judgment before they were before they played it uh, we had. Um, yeah. We will give a shout out to Ellis because, as we've told you all before, if, if, if whether it's positive or negative, um, and and you are interactive on our website, we'll give you a shout out. So I'm going to give a shout out to Ellis, and he wasn't toxic as such, but like no, no, many, not really. He he just said that I've downloaded it. I'm going to give it another shot again tonight. Uh, but in my opinion, I think you're just being paid to promote it. So that was a recurring theme throughout the week. And we can assure yeah, you... Yeah, there was multiple comments about this. Yeah, we can assure you right now we are not paid 
to promote any games. We are not paid to give a biased opinion on games or of, of any kind. We wouldn't, we, we would never even accept that if it was offered to us in the future. You know, if somebody wanted no. to pay us to give a, a, a biased view, we wouldn't do it. We do this because I we think... want to bring our views, and that was genuinely your your view on it. Yeah, this this is the thing. Like, firstly, I suppose a positive that comes out of this is that clearly the article was written in a way that people probably thought that it was written by the company, or you know, it, an input on was done by EA or Dice. So yeah. you know, at least it makes my article at least seem like it seems potentially scripted. So that's a positive, I suppose. Yeah, but. Like we've said, we're not we're not sponsored by anybody. We've got no input from anybody. We are an independent games news website and yeah. social channel. So, you know, there was absolutely no influence. The only thing that influenced me writing that article was the fact that I just fancied trying it again. I downloaded it again. I got you on board, and we give it another three, four, five hours worth of gameplay. So, at the end of that, I thought, you know what, this is better than original. Like originally when it was released. Um, I did see a lot of comments, obviously, saying, you know, clearly you don't play games. Clearly you're not a gamer if you really think this is that good, which, as I've stated, and I stated it in the podcast last week and in comments within the article, I wouldn't pay the full price, and I still wouldn't recommend anybody pays the full price. I'm saying if you've got the trial or if you've already brought the game, it's Why worth giving it a second a chance. At no, but yeah, yeah. I, uh, I myself have said, and I said it on the podcast last week, I wouldn't personally spend £60 on the game yet. I wouldn't invest in it in myself. I'm saying if you've got access to the trial or if you've pre-purchased it, obviously previously, then give it a second chance. But, yeah. you know, it. people don't even read the articles. That's the problem. Some people will see the comp, see literally the headline, headline. Yeah. that I think you should give it a second chance. And it's, you know, I don't even need to read the article. You're wrong. And that is... yeah. Something that we obviously have said is part of the toxic traits within gaming. It is. I mean, and like like Ashwood sort of touched on earlier, you know, we did want to pre-record a topic episode. If you've been with us from the beginning, firstly, we appreciate it. But, you know, you'll notice we that do. the three, first three episodes that we you know, um, recorded were, were just based on topics. It wasn't about news. It wasn't about what's going on in the gaming world right now. It was topics that were close to our hearts and, and what we feel we wanted to talk about. And and the toxic yeah. communities within gaming is one of them that we do want to do. And we was hoping to pre-record that before Ash went on the holiday tomorrow to release next week as, as part of the weekly episode. As Ash said, unfortunately, you know, things have got in the way. Um and and that won't be released next week, but we will do it. And and the reason being, we're not. Yeah, it's to definitely negative. one in the pipeline. Yeah, we're not opposed. To oh no, not at all. Are we? Because everybody's got their own opinion, no. and we want people to share their opinions. But that was genuinely. And the thing is, Ash's we will. Opinion. Yeah, and the thing is, we will give negative opinions on games that are negative. You know, we we will say we've said previously, Battlefield was bad. Yeah. You know, Cyberpunk launched. It was awful. It was only we, a couple we of weeks will ago give we had the negatives if it of, needs it. Uh, the Gears of War got brought up, and I and I give that a negative. I said, I, I'm over it. Yeah. I'm past it. I don't appreciate those games anymore. I appreciate it's got a big fan base, and lots of people do. So, you know, the point we're trying to make is we are not biased, and we are not being paid um, to promote games or, or give people a view of a game in any certain way. That was genuinely Ash's opinion. 
and by all means disagree with us because loads of people will and we've got no problem with that but like you said it, at least take the time to read the article get the full context of what yeah, was said like and, i said you know it can it, be constructive you, you know, you no. know so but again that's the problem people people were saying like one comment that i did see was um you should be ashamed that you feel that you could sort of that you're telling people to go out and spend their money on such a bad game which is read the article yeah that's i didn't say that so you know but anyway it's obviously this is just sort of we're just wrapping up on last week it it, yeah it's just just well over a thousand views we we don't we don't get paid to to promote it and we never would we never would because we started this because of our passion for gaming and to share our opinions on gaming and see if it matches up with the rest exactly so let's put that one to bed that's all in the past um I'm starting to get over the hate now. <laughs> so let, let's move on. Let's let's sort of, we're going to obviously, as we always do, we're going to sort of start with a bit of the news from last, uh, sort of the end of last week, moving into this week. Um, something we posted last weekend was Keystone. It's a project uh, title that's being used by Microsoft for their pretty much well-known now uh, intentions to create a streaming device, which basically means you'll no longer need an Xbox to play Xbox. Um you know they announced it last week uh, they announced last week that it is officially in development under the keystone project name um basically what they've sort of said is you know they're working on it they have taken u turns on it uh the the initial sort of technology that's gone into it isn't quite how they want it so they're sort of looking at making a brand new iteration of the device and hoping that the new approach will sort of you know focus on improving the overall experience because you know you if you're going to pay the money for a streaming device you want it to be as fluid as playing it on the xbox don't you? of course it's yeah I, th- this is my sort of thinking behind it i think it's a great idea but and, and i've done a lot of cloud i have done some cloud gaming on my xbox with certain <laughs> games and it is flawless and i have found it oh yeah flawless so it's if this can you know like you said people it's got to carry be, over yeah. yeah i mean internet connections are gonna affect it you know if, if you've got a sure yeah 15 megabyte download it's not going to be as fluid as those with one gig but you know if they can get it as close to as possible then it will be good I, I used the cloud gaming throughout obviously i was in isolation for 10 days for covid at the start of the year and throughout that isolation when i stayed away from my family for the first few days um you know, I was—I literally took my controller and my phone upstairs, and I streamed through XCloud for five days. So it works, and it works very well. Yeah. And if they can put it into something, so you don't need to pay five hundred quid for the console, you know, it's another winning thing but for Microsoft, really. Cost. Yeah, there is that. That's you know, I mean, they can't possibly something that's being streamed expect to be charging hundreds of pounds, surely. I'd, I bet it's within the hundreds. So I don't think it'd be the console prices, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, with the speaking of internet connections, I mean nowadays, you know, people getting the speeds to getting it home. I, I've just upgraded to, you know, a, a gig a second internet recently, and yeah. it's absolutely off the charts. And with the likes of five G, it, it's probably the right time in technology to be bringing something like this. I suppose. Yeah, you know, if if Kevin Bacon can land a flight. At an airport using EE's don't, data, then don't get me started on that advert. <laughs> the fact that the fitter server in cellar's got absolutely no to do with it, has it? But there you are. 
We won't go there. We won't go there. That, that's for it, another it, day. Riles me up as that advert. So we'll skip. We'll, we'll literally skate past that, and we'll get into some Minecraft news because it does wind me up. There. We love Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean, we have we have spent unlimited time on this, haven't we? Wow, we have. We we've we've had a couple of realms over the years, and we have spent ridiculous hours on Minecraft over the years and we always we do always end up getting wrapped back, up, back into it we, with the updates. Yeah. yeah. We, and, it's almost a yearly thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I've spent a lot, I mean, we, we always have this argument, don't you? You like the survival world and doing the realm and, and doing it all properly, mining all your stuff and building and that. And I yeah. do as well, but I prefer creative. You know, I mean, one of our friends, Tom, me and him spent countless hours up till early hours in a morning building cities and and all sorts of stuff. It, yeah. were, it were brilliant. So, yes, but, so Minecraft, there is a new update. It's called the Wild Update, and it is set to release on June the 7th, which is which is only four days from now, which makes that Tuesday. So you can see this on Tuesday. So it brings uh, three new mobs uh, with it and two new biomes. So the mobs are known as the Warden, who can be found in the deep dark and apparently stealth which is one of the new biomes yes deep dark is one of the new biomes yeah so uh stealth apparently is the key to get past the warden so um you know your assassin's creed if you play it might come in under here the next mob is the allay i'm up i hope i'm saying that right and and then a frog a frog is gonna come and it's gonna add, um bring with it a frog light block so, what do we think, Ash? I mean, new mobs, new biomes. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly if you, if you obviously the articles, a lot of these news articles that we discuss are obviously on our website. Well, they all are; they're on our website. And if you read through it and the description that Microsoft have said about it, this this is probably <coughs> the darkest update in the game's history. Yeah, you know, um, the warden and stuff sound frightening. Um, the other, there is another mob. If you sort of read into it, and it's um, where are we? It's called the Shrieker. Yeah, we were on about and... this, weren't we? Laughing. Did you find a video of the noise of it? Didn't you during the week? No, I found a I fa no, I found a picture which I've shown. Obviously, I think it's in the article. Actually, it's not on the article. I couldn't find a good enough picture of it. But basically, the Shrieker is down in the deep dark, which is now the deepest, darkest part of the maps. And basically, when you're down there, you need again very much like the Warden. You want to stay away from it, but basically, the way it works, you've got it will start shrieking if you start disturbing it, and you've got up until the fourth shriek to get away. <clears throat> Sorry, you'll get up to the fourth shriek. Once it gets to the fourth shriek, you'll end up coming face to face with this frightening mob. It's like you know, terrifying. And I think you know we, we've we've said before, you know, in this, in such a pixel game, things like the Enderman and the Creepers can, yeah, you know, you can jump at them. Whereas this this Shrieker thing sounds terrifying. You know, for a, a game like this, I think it's going dark. <coughs> this update is definitely going dark. Well, that's why deep dark, isn't it? So, so we might, yeah. we will at some point. I'd imagine delve into the deep dark ourselves. Yeah, we'll give we? it a go. So, um, but yeah. Um, that's that's the Minecraft update that's coming, and, and like I say, you can expect that on Tuesday. 
You can. Uh, just a little bit of news, obviously, we're sort of working our way through. Um, if any of you have seen, there's a gameplay video on our website of Metal Housinger. Um This looks pretty cool, actually. I'd not really heard a great deal of it until I posted about it the other day, but it's basically a rhythm-based shooter, um, which has sort of almost like a Doom style of gameplay, which crosses with the music of heavy metal. So there's loads of sort of proper good heavy metal music that's in the game and as you fight you sort of hack and slash with it um there's there's soundtracks in there from bands like uh, arch enemy lamb of god system of a down you know it's got a strong backing track to go with the game and it, it looks good you know like i say i'd not heard a great deal of it um but yeah it, it looks good and I, i'm looking forward to sort of seeing a little bit more of it um Sort of very soon, really. Yeah, and you can't be a good soundtrack on a game, can you? No, I mean we've we've said that about Roller Champions, and we yeah. have some good sounds. Yeah, great good, good songs on, on that. that. Yeah, I, I always think it adds adds to a game. So moving yeah, on from definitely. there, we uh, will come back to Star Wars fans, um, which yes, one of them is I love main. Star Wars. Yes, amazing. Um, but. So we we know that Star Wars Jedi Survivor uh, had been announced, and now it's officially announced to be released in 2023. The game will once again we'll see Cal Kestis and BD One. Um, there is not a lot on it. That is literally it. That it will no, come very in 2023. But there is a teaser trailer on our website if you haven't seen it already. So head over to press-start.uk. Hit the news section, um, and it's right there in that article. And it's it's good. It's, I find what I find amazing is games like that. You know, there's so little to go on, and yet it was trending around the world. Oh yeah. You know, you, you go on it's Twitter crazy. and it was everything was hashtag Star Wars, hashtag Jedi Survivor. You know, it, it's a what a 15 second clip, if that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's but it's amazing, enough it? to get just people that, going. That, that, like you said, that, that little 15 seconds can just absolutely rile everybody up. Yeah, completely get a fan base on the go. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's pretty good. So, moving on again, uh, we, we actually said before the episode tonight that there's not a great deal of major news this week, is there? Like, There's no, no. huge blockbuster news as such. It's We've got a couple down. of little bits that we're going to come up with. the show's coming in. Everybody's yeah, exactly. going to reveal it all in the shows in coming weeks. Um, there's been a little bit of news regarding Cyberpunk. Uh, obviously, we know that there is DLC, which is coming at some point. Um, obviously, I had an absolutely horrific start. I was one of those that got involved in the beginning. Uh, and obviously, CD Projekt Red is slowly regaining the trust of the gamers. You know, more and more people are sort of giving it a chance now. Um, and they've actually announced that the sales of Cyberpunk are on the rise um, since its launch 18 months ago. Um, in the last three months of the financial year, uh, the sales increased by 9%, which is, you know, quite good. I know it's, it's good, obviously yeah. not, it's not, it's not crazy, crazy figures, but it shows that, you know, like we've seen before with games like No Man's Sky, you can regain that fan base. You know, put the effort in, put the time in, and prove the fans that the work's there, and you know the the love for the game is there, and the fans will come back. And it is a good game. I picked it up. I've been having it. It'll have been a couple of months ago now, and I do keep meaning to get back on it because you know after it had all sort of died down and and 
the fixes were coming and it were getting a better and better game. I because I, I wanted to play it from launch and I both of us did and you got it on launch and yeah. sort of said the sort of state it was in. And at that point, I was still on the previous gen console, wasn't I? Because I couldn't get the new one. Yes, you didn't get the Series X. Um, yeah. And obviously, it got announced the state of it on the on the previous gen on, on Xbox One and that. So I just left it alone. But I played it like I say I played it about six months ago and. I, you know, it, it was in and amongst a lot of other games coming out, so I ended up putting it back down. And but I will get back into it because I I thought it was a great game. I I was really enjoying it, and the story it is good, yeah. Gripping. The the story looked quite gripping. So I mean, I couldn't believe. Obviously, I I had it on the Series X from day one, and I even did. Obviously, when I was doing my access gaming stuff on YouTube, I was I, I actually did a couple of videos just literally walking the streets of i can't even remember is it night city yeah um and i just literally did like 20 minute videos walking the streets because i could not believe how visually impressive yeah the world was yeah um you know and that they're improving it every every so often there's another update addressing loads of bugs and that and you know they'll get there you know they're 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 a very well experienced studio so they'll they'll sort it it just needs the time you know to get there but it's good to say that they are trying in it I think yeah exactly that's the importance of it that they are doing everything they can to to get it to a good place yeah so moving on from there ark survival um even though number two has been announced and everybody's kind of waiting for the news of, of a release date or to see more on it and and things like that it is um it, it's been it, the number the first one is ark survival evolved is still getting expansions all over it sure it is yeah um so that you know i mean this i mean this game when we played it from the very beginning didn't we um and it, we had and it during one, like the very early days yeah really yeah. early days because it, it never it well it took about two years or something to get into an actual game wasn't it, it yeah was still a trial it was in early access for yeah. what felt like forever and so and when you, when you look at a game like this of an how far it's come and, and this so this new expansion pack is titled fjorda um, and it brings uh, it, it brings four new creatures, um, and it's kind of sort of Viking based, which I absolutely love. I think it's incredible. And actually, it was I wrote this article on our website, and I remember yes. writing it and thinking, uh, I actually I really want to pick this up again just because of this. So it's going to bring in um, two mythical creatures, which are Fjordhawk and Fenrir. For any Vikings fans out there, they'll know Fenrir is the wolf and is Loki's son. So that is absolutely beautiful for me. Um, and then it will bring in two prehistoric creatures as well, the Andrew Sarkis and the Desmodus. Uh, and also, coming with that, you will get a new map that introduces four new islands to explore and it will be Vanaheim, Jotunheim, and Asgard will be included in them. So proper, proper Viking stuff. And Mex may want to play it again. I just, I find it, I find it weird. Like, obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing more from Mark Two. Obviously, yeah. it's announced. Was it last year or the year before? Um, obviously, Vin Diesel's like one of the head, yeah, sort of characters within it. But to me, like, obviously, I played it during the early access and. Obviously, we had some really big issues with obviously back in the day. The you can only I don't know whether that's still in the game, but you can only venture so far from all the other people. Um, I think it has been expanded massively. You know, 
since, yeah. but I do think it is still a thing. So I found there was too many issues with the game, too many restrictions and so on, and I know it's significantly changed since, but when I looked at reinstalling it several months ago, I can't believe it. this was originally basically like just a, a dinosaur survival game, weren't it? Yeah. Jurassic, prehistoric, and yet it's gone like majorly sort of fantasy, sci-fi, yeah, way beyond what yeah. it initially sort of launched as. Well, we were saying it this week, weren't we? I mean, I was saying like some crossovers, I just don't see the point of. I think it. I think I used uh, Forza and Final Fantasy as one where I just didn't get it. I, I, I'm not into it at all. I don't I don't see the point. But with this, I don't know. I, I think I, I'm that. I've got that much love for Vikings. I, I like this. I want. I want number two now. Yeah. I want number two. And 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 the one thing I would say is I I definitely agree with that where you could only go so far from other players. You know we we enjoy sort of like yeah the restrictions were we're just building our own bases and, yeah. and coming to visit each other and proper neighbourly shit. We're we're pretty sad like that, but but I I I love the fact of this update and you can expect this update actually to release on the same day as the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, which is a week on Sunday, the twelfth of June, and it's. So it's a weird coincidence yeah. that it happens to be launching the same day as the showcase. Which, yeah. if you read into it, that's potentially it. I, that's going to sort of coincide somehow. We hope, yeah, because we, I, I kind of think that that is that you're going to see it on stage at some point, Act Two, that is, and then maybe they say, right, you know, the the DLC for Number One is out now, and you know, is this going to be something that will lead into Act Two? Are they going a bit by? Are they going a bit mythology? You know, because at the end of, at the, end of the day, I yeah, mean, I mean, you'd I mean, imagine dragons got put in there not long ago. They were kind, they're kind of mythology out there. Did were they did they do this? Did they yeah. do that? So, so I suppose it's always had the aspect of it there. But I'm excited about it, and I'm pretty sure for a, a lot of Ark fans out there, there that are still playing it, and I know my sons do, uh, and and they'll love this update. They'll love this update. So, yeah, I'm into it. So obviously, let's sort of we're going to head back. We sort of obviously revolving around the uh, Xbox showcase that's coming up. Uh, something that we're hoping we will see more of in the coming showcase is Fable, which yes. news this week sort of you know the the rumors and the whispers revolving around <coughs> the game weren't all good. You know, there's there's some sort of comments about the fact that the game may be sort of downscaled slightly or is going to be downscaled. Um, basically, what we've sort of said is this game is potentially still a long way away from being ready, potentially even sort of another two years. Yeah, well, um, I mean, but last week we mentioned, didn't we, that they're still hiring developers, so... Yeah. It, it's clearly... I mean, it's something, obviously, I... I the, the games industry is something I'd love to get into and uh, Playground Games are a studio that's quite local to me. So I was looking through sort of, you know, Playground Games careers and all that sort of stuff and 90%, well, not 90%, but say 70% of the jobs there are to go and work on the Fable game. So like I said to you, there's no way they'd still be hiring this many people for a game that's potentially going to launch later this year. You know, there was every possible mission create, like, you know, people who create the missions and the campaign, um, narrative people, world design people. So this game, I'd say, is probably still, you know, 
possibly even two years away. Um, yeah. You know, it, I think it's, it's a tough one because we, we want it. That's the thing. We know, yeah. obviously, waiting is worth it. You know, we don't want them to bring it out this year if it's going to be a bad game. But when we've known it's existed for a couple of years now and it could still be another couple of years before we get it, you know, that's a, that's a lot of waiting. It, it is, it is. But one thing I do want to address on here, because because um, there was, um, you know, this was getting a lot of negativity. This, And I mean, serious. If, if you didn't see it, there were some serious people really slagging off the studio and, and, and things like that. Um, but it, it's not it's not what people think. So Amy was... Um, so Amy Locke, who is a senior producer on Fable, took to Twitter and she responded and said, look, there's absolutely nothing to be concerned with. She said, I wanted to clear something up about scoping. It is a normal, necessary and healthy part of game development. I can't guarantee that every single AAA game you've ever played will have gone through scoping regular during development. She, sorry, she said, I can guarantee that every yeah. single AAA game you've ever played will have gone through this. So I am a coder myself. That's my job. Uh, and I do a lot of development. Not quite into the games yet. I can do game development, but not to a, not to a high degree as of yet. But I do a lot of developing. And this is something that happens with everything in code. So when you hear the word downscale, and that does not mean that they're going to slice the game in half and you're going to get a poor-rated game, you're going to get a short game, there's going to be loads taken out of it. It doesn't work like that. It's a simple fact of... It's basically a tidy up, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, it's like tidying up the code, it's trimming the code, it, it, it'll be trimming things that you'll never know were there in the first place, but could end up with a little bit of trim here, a little bit of trim there, and taking out something really minute that you'd, you'd never know, that, that's not a big part of the game, it, it doesn't affect the main story or anything in any big way, but you could end up saving like 10 gigs worth of, worth of, a, you know, of an install. So it is something that every game goes through. So, And I get it's a horrible word. You hear the downscale and you think, oh, my God, here we go. Look, the, the... Yeah, it's shrinking. Yeah, and, it, and it's not. It is something that's necessary. And as Amy said here, it is something that every – you can. I, I guarantee it, even though I'm not banging to game development, but knowing code, guarantee that every game goes through that process. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. And then one Xbox fan actually tweeted not long after saying, Fable will be just fine. I promise. It will be. And Amy, it's, it's Amy, in good hands, you know. Lovely little gift to that. Um, so, yeah. Sort of giving him the sort of pointing and a little wink. So I, I've got no doubt in that studio and I've got no doubt in that game. I don't. The only thing I do doubt is if they give us a time, it'll be ready and it not be ready. Because the fact I that think they're, they're going to be careful with that. It's a long way off. Yeah. For me personally, I think my the thing guess is two years, twenty twenty four. Yeah. Well, like we've said, obviously previously, twenty twenty four is Fable's original twentieth anniversary. So the first Fable launched back in yeah. two thousand and four. So good point. it would make a good sort of you know as part of the twentieth sort of anniversary of the original game we get. Fable Four or whatever you know, whatever we're going to call it. But I just think you know we need we still need that acknowledgement from Playground that you know we are still here, the game is still working. You know, 
even if at this showcase this year we just get a, a you know a 30 second or one minute sort of 360 camera around a character standing in you know albion somewhere and we just get to see the world around it you know what what we yeah. can expect from the game just something well, you know starfield did it last year and other games have done it in the past where you know all you're going to get is a 30 minute at uh, 30 second cinematic of the game or you know the, the setting or whatever and just let us know you know it's still there you know it's coming this yeah. is what you can sort of expect and we'll show you more when we're ready well, let's, you know, well we can't let's go another year on what we said about star it. wars a 15 second teaser trailer got the world in absolute uproar that's yeah. all they need in it and they'll a do it they'll do it in the xbox community and have the world in a yeah that's all it needs yeah and i can still guarantee that even after a showcase where they're going to show you know all sorts of games that we've already had announced previously in more detail, which one I can't wait for is Contraband. Yeah. You know, I yeah. can imagine that even after a 90-minute showcase with all the insights of all these different games, I can guarantee if they end with a 60-second or 30-second clip of Fable, that's the one that will be trending oh, the yeah, most. It talks about, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. And But we will bring you more on that, and, and we will. Trust me, we will, because me and Ash are massive Fable fans, so every tiny little we snippet are, yeah. of news will be on it. So we will bring that. So just quickly, coming away from game, well, not coming away from games themselves, but um, Achievement Hunters. Is there any Achievement Hunters out there? I'm sure there'll be a couple, more than a few. I'm an Achievement Hunter myself. And one thing that I find an absolute grind is when there's like five secret achievements in a game is, is going around the internet trying to find what they are and how I can get them. It, it's no longer necessary um, because Microsoft are bringing an update to your Xbox where you can reveal the secret achievements on your Xbox or your phone or the Xbox app on your PC or your phone. Um, whatever you use to browse through your achievements, you can unlock and see what the details are of that secret achievement. And then if you wanted, you can lock it back up. Um, so it'll tell you how to get them. Uh, and that update is, is set to come this month. So I'm happy with it's that. Just another little sort yeah. of update. Just, and a just snippet, another little yeah, feature that it's that. there if you want it. Yeah, I absolutely love that, mate. It's a big one for me, is that? Massive, massive. So yeah, you... I've never been too massively sort of dedicated to the achievement. Yeah. So I've always looked through one. When I get a game, I'll go through the full thing and see, you know, all whatever, you know, the in the first mission, make sure you kill 10 of this. You know, then I'll know, all right, while I'm doing it, I'll just sort of try and look out. If I see 10 of them, I'll shoot them or whatever. Yeah. You know, I'll always have a little flick through, but I'm I'm not dedicated to trying to get a thousand G out of games and that. It's never been, no. so I've been that fussed well, with really. to be fair, like for me, I mean, I chase them all the time. I always have done. I always will do. I'm not as big as I used to be, but, you know, like, especially if I've completed a game, I'll have a look and I think, oh, there's only five achievements left. I want to go get them. Um, and that's the reason I'm on yeah. almost 155,000 gamer score. So, yeah, I'm but... still on 43. <laughs> but yeah, I like it. Thousand, that I is. I like it. So, before we sort of, we've got obviously the sort of a bit of a talking point coming up shortly to do with the games, showcases, and everything. And as we're approaching the Xbox One, what we're going to expect. And obviously, we've got Summer Games Fest and so on. But. Just a little bit, we're going to talk a little bit about Call of Duty again. Um, it was announced only, when was it, yesterday? The official reveal... The day before. Yeah, uh, the official, yeah. When? But the official reveal 
is coming next week. Um, yes. The worldwide reveal is on the 8th of June, which is where we're going to get a proper insight into the game beyond the teasers that we've had over the last month or so. Um, you know, it's going to be a kind of your traditional Call of Duty showcase. We'll probably get a minute or two's look into the sort of campaign gameplay, a bit of the cinematics, as we always do. Um, hopefully, a bit of a look into the multiplayer as well. Uh, Call of Duty, for me, Call of Duty, we've always done these worldwide reveals as quite, it's almost a cinematic show in itself. It'll be yeah. a 40 minute show where, you know, developers will be here from, you know, Germany, from England, from London, uh, from Spain, from America. And they're, you know, hi, we're from here. We've been working on this part. We can't wait to show you more. And, you know, we'll, we'll get a really good insight into it. And I'm looking forward to this one. This is the one that I've been looking forward to most in probably since Modern Warfare, like three or four years ago now. Yeah. Um, we know that some of the proper classic characters are coming back into it. Ghost, uh, Captain Price, uh, Soap, and Gaz. Um, you know, I think we're going to get a really good insight into this game. I'm hoping we do anyway. Um, you know, a bit more on the background of the game and the setting that it's going to be set into. They've obviously said that this game is going to be the new era of Call of Duty, which generally suggests they're going to bring some new technology to the game, you know, different ways we play, hopefully. Uh, you know, maybe different game modes, different ways you can play with your weapons and, you know, how that maybe the world, maybe the maps will adapt a little bit more like you do in your battlefield, you know, maybe a bit more destructive, I don't know. But, you know, it's said new era, which suggests that we're going to see something a bit bit of a blockbuster, hopefully, with this yeah, reveal. Yeah, and that has been built from the ground up again, isn't it, as has Warzone. So, you know, it's... Well, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. This all ties well into another piece of news with Warzone. Yeah, which... So, Warzone has been confirmed now. Or, well, it's not been confirmed officially, but um, files have been found that Warzone will feature two maps. So, a little bit like the current Warzone, where you've got the Rebirth Island. It's that kind of thing. It's it, yeah. it's a downscaled version uh, of the main island. Um, so, you know, it, it's... I mean, it's big, isn't it? I, it's starting to get me going a little bit now. It's Call of Duty. I, I, as I've mentioned before, I've had a bit of a fallout with them over previous years, but and you've been a lot more excited for this one coming up than I have. So, you know, I think, we, like we're saying there, the 8th, the 8th of June, which is Wednesday... Um, the Wednesday, yeah. this Wednesday coming. I'll be trying to get a Wi-Fi connection while I'm away. <laughs> yeah, but I will, I will be, I will be on it, and I will be posting about it um, either that night or the or the following morning. Um, so don't worry, we will bring you with all up to date if you do miss it. But yeah, it's starting to gather a bit of traction for me now. So I think Wednesday is a big day for me because that'll be. Yeah, I think it will be for a lot of that, those that, on the yeah, fence because that's going to be. You know, this is the selling point. Yeah. That's going to, like, being on the fence is a good way to describe it because that's going to put me either side at fence. Which one will I be? So, yeah, um, so yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to Wednesday. And, and, you know, when you do hear of these little leaks, I mean, we mentioned it last week, it was like a faulty tap round at Call of Duty headquarters last week. Every bit of thing that we tried to sort of keep yeah. away got leaked and it doesn't look like the plumber's been there been there yet. There's been more leaks this week. But it's exciting. I like I it. I think it's... I think it's. I think that's one of the problems. Again, this would be sort of a topic that we could discuss a little bit to do with gaming in general and all that. But 
leaks are always something that can help get you excited you know we know that there's potentially going to be two maps we know we knew it was going to be modern warfare before it was officially announced yeah you know we we know things about games before the studios can do it properly but sometimes i think that takes a massive amount of excitement away from yeah. the big reveals yeah, yeah. because it does. you know we we look back at it's like someone telling let's say you sort of you know 10 years ago you don't want it yeah exactly you know let's go back sort of 10 years ago so let's go back to sort of the halo 3 days or whenever you know when e3 come out there wasn't as many leaks on the internet you know twitter and social media wasn't quite as big 10 years ago as it is now and you know we would watch e3 and every every time you heard that world premiere thing it, it or some of the games would literally blow your mind i remember when i think it was halo 4 was announced and I'd not heard anything about Halo 4. And we watched this. You basically went through what if I'm trying to think of the trailer now, but I think basically you thought you were sort of traveling through a human body, through like the nervous system. You could hear pulses. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And then as you sort of as you got to the top or to the brain or whatever, you heard Cortana go, Chief. And I just remember the full my whole body went cold. I got the chills. I got the goosebumps. And it was that excitement that we've known about, you know, there's so many things that get revealed now that just that that excitement's gone. Yeah. You know, we knew about Fable before it was officially announced. There was talks of, you know, oh, there's been things about people are being taken on board at Playground Games to work on Fable. But, you know, when it did come out, yes, we were excited, but it was more... We were expecting it rather than being yeah. blown away by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we miss, I think. And you know, Call of Duty, and like you say, they've had a proper leaky tap. They? they go fishing for leaks. Well, they go into the codes yeah. and everything, don't they? Yeah. There's proper data miners that they'll pick up on maps, weapons, characters. We'll know pretty much everything about the game and the levels and the campaign and the story before launch because people will access the betas and stuff, and there'll be <clears> stuff <throat> within that beta that most of us wouldn't even know exists, yeah. but they'll find it. And it, it, it's a shame. You know, it's good for us because of, with our news, we, we can report this stuff yeah. as news, but it's also, but I, I kind of feel bad sometimes. Be a bit smart and, and, and do, you know, now they know that, like you said, there's these data miners and they gather it all. Maybe they need to just be a little bit smarter and leave a few bits that they can still blow your socks off with come an event or a show. Yeah. So... I mean, Xbox, with regards to Xbox Showcase, you know, there's very, very little information about this year. They're going to fill a 90-minute show. Yeah. And, and apart from, like, it's you know, we know <coughs> Starfield's going to be there and Redfall and um, what was the one I said earlier? I forgot the name now. Contraband. Yeah. You know, we know they're going to be there and potentially Forza Motorsport. But, like, beyond that, we don't really know... Which is good. A huge amount Again, of what's going to be. Good, yeah, it? it is good. This is you the know, good. Next yeah. Sunday, you'll just you know. be getting back off holiday, all nice and refreshed, and you know we'll be set. We'll be we'll be sort yeah, of settling sit down in. and we can we'll be settling in with a few yeah. goodies, and you know it's a, it's a nice event for us, isn't it? And um, yeah, we'll go there. But just before we do carry on and get to the showcases, because we are going to just talk about that more uh, in a minute, and um, and we we're going to give a bit on that. I will just cover Madden really quickly. So yes. I am massive. Well, we are both massive American football fans, but NFL fans. Yeah. Um, 
I'm I'm a Panthers fan. Why not tell us a little bit about each other? So I'm a Panthers fan, and Ash, you yeah, are a fan um, of the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. So um, I think <laughs> the seasons are going to be very different for us this year. I think I've I've been able to sort of sit back and suffer for four we, yeah. years, and we're in a well, position we're both, now we're well, taking off since hopefully. 2015 when both our teams met in the Super Bowl. Um, I, it's been a bit downhill from there, hasn't it? Really for us both. Um, it's been a downward spiral. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you you've now got Russell Wilson leading the pack, which is one of my favourite quarterbacks in the NFL. So I'm so happy for you, but at the same time, I am a little bit bitter. Um, because yeah. um, we've got Sam Donald. Uh, but so the, this is the only way I get my revenge, basically, ladies and gentlemen, is Madden. Uh, playing Madden and I make the Panthers team decent. So um, the good thing about Madden is there has been a teaser trailer. The Sorry, not a teaser trailer. The official reveal trailer, um, which brings the new sort of feature field sense which looks amazing it's kind of as a quarterback you can drop that ball where you want it to drop and things like that i can't imagine it's going to be easy to use um no i can imagine it's going to just make a quite a <laughs> complicated game even more complicated but i'm really looking forward to it because i think that's what it does miss and, and those easy picks we've all had us problems with it where you know, playing human players and, and they can pick you quite easy. They know where it's coming. They know the routes you're running. This might actually quite eliminate that. But check out the trailer. Go to our website. If you haven't seen it already, go to our website. It looks amazing. The game looks aesthetically pleasing. Um, I Like I said, I, I mean, I've only been into the NFL since 2015, um, believe it or not. And... It's taken over as my number one sport. I absolutely love it. And above all that, the cover art has been revealed. So there's going to be three versions of the game and there's going to be three uh, different cover arts all featuring the same person. So it's pretty obvious who the cover art's going to be this year. If If you're listening to this and you don't already know who it is, I'm going to give you five seconds to give it a guess. Did you get it right? Who is it, Ash? It's John Madden. It's John Madden. Obviously, as as we, you should all be aware by now. Like John Madden passed away last December, shot three days after Christmas, which was a, a, a massive upset to so many. One, it, it, it were. Oh, yeah, I mean, for, obviously, we legend. we've been within this sport for like. You know, I've been following it now for five or six years, whatever it is. I've lost track. You've been for seven years. We don't have that history knowledge that obviously the Americans will have that have literally lived this sport their whole lives. No. But we know it that upsetting for me. John Madden is, yeah, he's, he's a Hall of Fame coach, basically. And basically, as you can tell, John Madden, the name, the game was all... He's the namesake. I, the I think, did it, yeah, he was sort of... Did he sort of create the game? Yeah, I don't know exactly yeah, sort of the history it, of it. Yeah, because I've yeah. seen the, there's a John Madden sort of life story on Sky. Um, and, and yeah, it was just his idea. It was just like, well, don't you think that'd be fabulous? If we, you know, we could, pe- yeah. people could, because he was very, people said that he led the NFL um, at the tip of a pen. And the reason they, they describe him like that is because he always had a bloody whiteboard or pieces of paper uh, on a board, that, and, and he, he had a marker pen, 
and, and he'd be drawing all the circles and the X's and obviously nowadays it's all computerised, but he'd literally draw all the schemes and it was mind-boggling, yeah. mind-boggling. But he said, wouldn't it be great if people could learn it through a game? And that's how it, how it came about. So he namesakes the game. But the one thing I do do always is research. I always, you know, so when I picked up the NFL, I don't just go into it half-hearted. I researched everything, yeah. the different positions, the different schemes, the different playbooks, the legends that have been in the game before. And, and so obviously, I, I, and I watch a lot of TV programmes and any NFL programme or NFL player programme or out like that, I'd always watch it. And it was, I mean, I, like I said, like I just said, seven years I'm now into the sport and I absolutely love it. Um, you know, and I found it upsetting. So like you said, for people who have been in the sport since they've grown up, the you know, the players and the, the other coaches that knew him personally within the sport, it must have been absolutely gut-wrenching. Yeah. So it's only right that John Madden gets the cover this year. So the namesake yeah, of the game will be covered. Sort of to honour him. Yeah. And and he was last on the cover. I will I will say he was last on the cover, I think it was in year two or ninety eight, was it? Let me just um Yeah, back in two thousand, sorry, I were right the first time. So he and he hadn't been on the cover since. And the good thing is the all Madden edition, which is the most expensive edition of the game, um, is basically it, it's like a retake on that. Uh, 2000 edition of the game cover and they've kind of just jazzed it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it's, it's a nice touch. Yeah, it's a lovely yeah. touch. So, again, all of it's on our website. Go watch the teaser trailer. It looks absolutely fabulous. So, just obviously, we're running out of time now. We're going to wrap it up in a minute with a sort of little discussion about the upcoming showcases um, and one studio who won't be there this summer. Uh, just one very, very quick thing that I just want to chuck in before we start that is uh, you may have seen it. It was on Game Pass for a little while, and now it's free to play. Uh, Knockout City. This is a game that obviously we got it free through Game Pass. Now it's free to play because they've moved away from EA. This game is worth a download. Again, don't you be I'm starting more controversy. for comments. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it it's a completely risk free game. It's a bit of fun. It's an arcade sort of dodgeball game with some you know high flips and kicks and twists and that. And I really enjoyed it. I did. The time yeah. that I played it, sort of, it was a really, really good competitive game. Uh, kind of similar, sort of, I suppose, feel to like the role of champions. Yeah. You know, you're, you're running, jumping, twisting, throwing the ball. Obviously, the point of role of champions is to score the goal, whereas the point of um, knockout, knockout City is to knock out the other players in like a game of dodgeball. So, you know, it's it's... It's good fun. A really good game, and it's good fun. And yeah, if if now it's free to play, anybody who's never given it a go before, I would I would recommend it. It is good. It's it's yeah, it is. A, good it's fun. a good time filler. This is we don't want any more controversy out of this. It is good fun. I'm back in actually. No, let's let's just point out it's free to play. You haven't got to invest your hard earned money. I'm not telling you to spend any <laughs> money. I'm just saying it's free. <laughs> Give it a go. Save the comments. But as, as Ash was saying there, it has got a very Roller Champions feel to it. So, yeah, going on to Roller Champions, the developer of Roller Champions is Ubisoft. Yeah. And speaking of Ubisoft, they are the one developer that's not going to be doing a showcase this year. Well, not this summer anyway. Not this summer, sorry, yeah. So it's, 
Yeah. We, we sort of touched on this last week, didn't we? And I said to you, I said to you back then that I'm worried the fact that they haven't announced it already. Um, yeah. It worries me that they're going to do one. And I mean, by the way, Ash, did you, that, that link was, that were flawless, that one, it boom, boom, boom. Roller champions feel. It's, it's, all, it's all, yeah, it's oh, all it's spread nicely. Beautiful, one, isn't it? Beautiful. So, just yeah. trust me when I say this wasn't scripted, by the way. <laughs> no, this, they, this that, is just natural talent here. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm absolutely gutted because I've said it before. I'll say it again. Ubisoft are one of my favourite developers. I absolutely yeah, love Ubisoft games, and there's been a bit of frustration around the whole roller champions thing and the servers being down. But despite that, it's an awesome game. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm absolutely gutted that these aren't doing a show this summer? I think part of it is, obviously, if there's not enough games to showcase to make a full yeah. show yet, but I think part of it as well is, obviously, Ubisoft's all up in the air at the minute for multiple reasons. You know, there's controversy regarding sort of workplace sort of environments and harassment and all that that's going on. Uh, there's also talk of, obviously, a buyout. There's... Uh, sort of private companies that are looking to buy Ubisoft, the family aren't wanting to sell Ubisoft. They're they're not in a good place. Really a, a showcase sort of stage at this point. And I think that's probably going to have affected it to a point. Um, you know, there's probably not enough games right now to showcase a, an hour's show. No. Again, this is all just this is our take on it. Yeah. Um none of this is obviously fact, but you know it's Surely, really if they were in a life. position where they're wanting to, yeah, if they're wanting to sort of really show that, regardless of everything that's going on, we're still, you know, set for the year ahead. I think they'd have put a show on of some form, but to push it back to say that there is going to be a show, but it will be later this year. Yeah, you know, like I you think... said, I just don't think they've got enough ready. I mean, I mean, I remember when we were discussing a few weeks ago what we'd like to see in showcases and things like that. I, like one of mine was trials. Another trials game yeah. from Ubisoft because I, I love them, and and again, it, it, I just when you think about it, what have they announced that might be coming? They haven't. We now know the Watchdog series is is all but dead, pretty much dead. Yeah, the Assassin's Creed, the the, the you know, there's there's been the odd drop in the ocean that it might be set in China or Japan, but there's no word on that. It's even in development or where it's coming or so. You know, the big AAA titles that Ubisoft provide, that we know that there's no sort of immediate coming. So Yeah, which is a shame. It is. It's, a, it's yeah. for me, and I think it is the same for you, besides Xbox, that's my next in line. Yeah. You know, big one that I look start. forward to watching. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, and EA obviously yeah, always put on going to game development uh, to the um Oh no, in terms of games, who do showcases every summer. Yeah. I loved Ubisoft when the when that that went back in the day of sort of E threes when, you know the the lady used to come on. So I always forget her name, but she were absolutely fabulous. She were just she made the show for me every year. She were brilliant. So yeah, I always look forward to their shows. So maybe we'll get one later in the year. We don't know, but but it's it yeah. We will see. Disappointing for me is that, but but. Um... Good news on the back of that by the fact that E3 has been cancelled. There's no Ubisoft show. Jeff Keefley's profited massively, hasn't he? Yeah, significantly this year. You can really see a difference this year. It's it's absolutely huge. So if you don't know already, Jeff Keefley um, basically hosts the Summer Games Fest. And it's a massive, massive lineup this year, isn't it, Ash? 
it's the if you go again you can go onto our website to see the full list of all the developers there but this year there's uh more than 30 publishers going to be there not only are there going to be you know your your epic games your eas uh bandai namco capcom activision but netflix are going to be there playstation are going to be there xbox are going to be there which obviously they do they have turned up before but mm. this is a really impressive lineup this is effectively the yeah. E3 of this year. But that's it. Looking at yeah, it, yeah, Sega, Square Enix, they're all, they're all. Sort yeah, of Steam. It's massive. It, you know, it's it's looking like a really big show. Yeah, to be fair. And I think I think E3 personally could end up being damaged due to not doing one this year and this Summer Games Fest. I honestly think E3 that could be the end of it. I, I do. think I do this now. was the year they had to make the comeback now. I didn't think it would be, but looking at this now, and I mean, we all know Netflix, that they've been, they're wanting to get into the video game industry and start, you know, creating games and yeah, working with time. people massively so. So, you know, look how well they have done with the Netflix sort of streaming service and that. It, it, it's massive, so they start getting involved and things like that. This could be this could be the show of the summer. Could this? The fact that I think so. everybody I think, that's there. You know, some of these other studios, obviously we had PlayStation did their state of play thing last night. Xbox are doing their thing on Sunday. Um but we always know that these these big developers They'll do their own thing, but they always save a couple more surprises for your E3s, yeah, yeah. your summer games. So, you know, Xbox will showcase what they showcase on Sunday, and then when the Summer Games Fest is on, we will get more surprises, you know, later. Is it in June? I think it is later on in June, isn't it? Um, yes, um, I think. And even more interesting, yeah, it says stream it live this June. Even more interesting is that they've actually got to a point now that IMAX theatres across, I don't know whether it's just the US or the UK as well, you'll be able to go and watch. Yeah. Summer Games Fest at IMAX theaters yeah. as an actual show. You know, it's 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 massive now. So, but that's it. You know, maybe that's it. Jeff Keefley's done a great job on it because it, it has grown each and every year, and and this year, yeah, it's absolute, like you say, he's blown it out of water with all these different publishers that are gonna be there, and and the fact that you can watch it in in IMAX theaters is is huge. That's it. I mean, I yeah. personally go. If if that was in the UK, yeah, I think I'd, I, I think go. I'd have to travel into the center of Birmingham. I ain't doing that, but I would I would have to go. Yeah, to if Leeds, I had an IMAX, definitely, I I would definitely go. Yeah, so, and again, the, it does say that there's more studios and developers set to be announced. Yeah, yeah. So you know, by the time this arrives, we could be at forty or fifty, which is massive. Uh, and it's it's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's, it's absolutely going to be. It's going to be brilliant. But from that showcase to the Xbox One, because that's the next one that's up, that's a week on Sunday, so the 12th yeah. of June. So as we've already said, we won't be here next week because Ash is taking a well-deserved break, if I do say so myself. Um, I'm going to the beach, beach, let's get away. Yes. Lucky you, lucky you, I'll still be here working. Yeah, even though it's meant to rain all week. <laughs> so make sure you take a brolly to the beach, the beach. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the but the good the, the good news is that it won't feel like a week off. Because we normally as no. you know, we normally launch on a Friday, our podcast on a Friday. So instead of we will still be present kind of next week. So after the Xbox and Bethesda showcase on Sunday night. We will be doing a podcast immediately after, basically the fallout of the yeah. show. 
uh, which I can't wait for, and I'm pretty sure you can't. I think this is, yeah, I think this could be the most fun one to record out of all of them so far. I think basically what our plan is, we're going to sit and watch the show ideally together. Yep. Go through it. You know, we'll just jot down notes of everything we've seen, you know, highlight some of the big ones and what we've seen from it. And then we will literally just finish a show, go and get a drink, sit down and then press record and go, right, what have we just watched? And it's going to be the least, you know, we're going to have no sort of agenda, no sort of, obviously we don't script the podcast, but no sort of script of, you know, the news that's gone on in this last week because we're going into this immediately after watching a 90 minute show and then we're going to discuss it so it's going to be great fun and you know if we get two or three big surprises along the way i think we're going to be really sort of giddy to get yeah. going and and if talk if, about if it. what ash said earlier comes true in the end we're fabled then expect two absolutely giddy human beings when we do that podcast oh, it's going to be brilliant it's going to be uh, it's it's it wraps up my sort of week off perfectly. I'll come back home on the Saturday, chill out Sunday, Sunday night, sit down and have a night of Xbox and podcast, and you know it'll be really, really good fun. I think it will. And the good thing is, is that that same week, so the Thursday after that Sunday, we will do, we will still be doing the podcast as usual. Yeah, normality resumes. Yeah. So, so basically, you're going to get two. You're still going to get two uh, within the next two weeks. Yeah, two within a week. So. So, yeah, so, you know, I can't wait to see you guys next Sunday. Uh, can't wait to see you next Sunday, Ash. And I hope you have an yeah, amazing it's gonna be a good fun. holiday uh, and a well-earned Thank you very break. much. Um, the website will carry on as normal. So all the articles we've mentioned today, head over to press-start.uk. They are all on there. Um, and, you know, as as after... The next week's podcast, which we'll, we'll remind you then, we'll, we'll be doing full write-ups what we have every game, every feature. Yeah, we'll be. That's the next bit. We'll sit down and we'll go and obviously You've there's going to be a lot to take in live. Time. Because when you get honestly, back, I think if so I was busy. away, <laughs> yeah, I think if I was away for the showcase, I'd have been gutted because it's a yearly thing. It's something I've looked forward to going back, sort of and years ago probably when i was at secondary school every year me and my mate chris as well would sit. obviously we used to watch it and my mate chris who used to be on xbox as well we it was like a thing we'd be messaging each other over msn and that like watching the showcase like oh my god like look at this and that looks so good and you know even now i'm 30 years old and i still look forward to the showcases every year because they're you know they they give us the outlook for the next year and beyond yeah you know, and I, and I'm glad that I'm going to be back on the Saturday. We can watch it on the Sunday, and you know, crack on with the next stage of you know Xbox for the next year ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So we're very excited. So Ash, as I said already, have a amazing holiday. You you've earned the break. I hope you proper wind down, and and next Sunday we'll be we'll be at it straight after the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, and we will. Uh... We'll, we'll be back. We'll be, like we said, a little bit later next week on the Sunday, but there's loads to look forward to in the meantime. Um, as always, as well, obviously, you can watch, you can read our articles on the website, and you can also get up to date through our Twitter and our Instagram, uh, which is found at press underscore start UK. Um, obviously, you can turn the notifications on with that as well. So especially on Twitter, you can obviously get updated when every time we post 
which is probably your quickest and easiest way to catch up with all the news that we're posting surrounding Xbox and gaming. Yeah, and thank you for listening once again. We really, really do appreciate you. Um, and we are, we, you know, if there's anything you want us to discuss or get involved with, just let us know. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening as always. Obviously, you can subscribe or follow and give us a rating over on Spotify if that's where you're listening to us or on SoundCloud. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next Sunday for the Xbox Showcase Extravaganza. So thank you for listening and see you next week. Bye.